0: Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. Let's discuss Tim and Jeff Buckley.
1: What you are about to hear is deeply disturbing.
2: Aren't you the girl who used to call me names? Aren't you the girl who used to play a game? I was a in
1: the with
2: Singer cries for people's lives, he will sing for the day to bring him night.
1: I feel afraid and I call your name. I love your voice and your dancing saying. say something I don't hate my father I don't resent him existing it's just something I've grown up with all my life and then when you're a kid people assume that you have no mind of your own which at a very early age I did it's my way of resisting people's trivialization of my music if it you know if it should be known and it should I have a great great admiration for Tim and what he did
0: Tim Buckley was just 28 when he died He had released nine albums and died of an overdose. In his youth, during a football game, he broke the first two fingers on his left hand, which permanently damaged him. And he later said that this injury prevented him from playing bar chords, but the disability may have led to the use of some of the extended chords, which didn't require bars. So here's another example of an artist who overcame a physical handicap to their advantage. Tim used his voice as an instrument, and he was highly influenced by jazz players and singers and avant-garde artists, but he had also the alternative tunings, and he'd write these very ethereal type songs. For example, he performed Song to the Siren on the final episode of the Monkees TV show. Long afloat on shipless oceans
2: I did all my best to smile Till your singing sail to me sail to me let me unfold here I am here I am waiting
0: to hold song to the sirens been covered a number of times, but none as effectively as this mortal coil.
2: Well, I'm as puzzled as a newborn child. I'm as riddled as the tide. Should I stand mid the breakers? Or should I lie?
0: He was known as a difficult guy, he had a slot on The Tonight Show, but he was kind of standoffish and insulting towards Johnny Carson. And in another television appearance, he refused to lip-sync. And during 1969, Buckley began to write and record material for three different albums. Lorca, Blue Afternoon, and Star Sailor, when he started reaching for the free jazz textures, and was very extreme in his vocal performance, ranging from high shrieks to deep soulful baritone sounds. The album, Star Sailor, was a critical and commercial failure.
1: I am a in the
2: ring-shaped a in the ring river. I am a
1: seven in the ring-shaped river.
0: Following its release, his sales declined rapidly and the quality of his live shows plummeted. He was unable to produce his own music and make money. He was almost broke. He turned to alcohol and drug binges.
2: There's child
0: 70s, he cut three albums of sexy funk, I guess you would call it. Greetings from LA, Saffronia, and Look at the Fool. These albums are not very good, and he alienated most of his hippie fanbase.
1: The idea was to really make a, an almost a, a, an R&B record, make a really a sort of a, a, a white guy Al Green record. And the problem with the record is is the songs aren't that great. Each
0: He had great lyrics on here about being whipped or spanked and, you know, none of the songs got any airplay, but somehow he retained a cult following. June 28, 1975, Tim Buckley completed the last show of a tour. Dallas, Texas played to a sold-out crowd of about 1,800 people, and he OD'd on heroin that night.
2: You've got the untouched mind of a woman who has answered all the questions before. You've got the free Has kicked all the heartache out the door And gain it, down to you know? Me to say goodbye, Stead, I don't know. But remember please a gave you love that's only mine ago And Janie, don't you know Janie don't you know I've been tried Janie don't you know Janie
0: don't you know I've been trying He died in debt owning only a guitar and an amplifier. Not mentioned in this story is that he had a son named Jeff in 1966, and Tim abandoned him.
2: Summer princess, midnight maiden When I first saw you I just breathed Into your smile my past went fading Inside your voice my mind was in lost lagoon Waiting, waiting along the streets. We went parading, never looking back to where we'd been.
1: While Tim experimented with his music, he also experimented with drugs. And while his friends never thought he was a junkie, they were aware he dabbled in heroin. On an ordinary summer afternoon, Tim's experimentation would prove to be fatal. In June 1975, Tim Buckley's lifeless body was found at the foot of the stairs to his apartment. When first examined, signs pointed to foul play, even though autopsy reports would later confirm that 28-year-old Tim Buckley died of a lethal
3: combination of heroin and alcohol. Jeff Buckley joins
0: us. Welcome. I was curious as to how you ended up on the bill at the Tim Buckley benefit concert because my understanding is you you didn't really know your father that well and did you know his music
1: well he split before i was born he didn't really keep contact with me and my mom you know it was like he went off for he decided not to be a father so just me and my mom and i saw him once for a week and then uh that was two months before he crashed on
0: heroin jeff was eight and only met his father once And he didn't even get invited to the funeral. Living with his mother, Jeff grew up on classic rock and Prague. He especially liked Led Zeppelin and Kiss. He found a guitar in his grandmother's closet and he taught himself how to play.
1: I used to play Led Zeppelin, you know, it's a 33 RPM thing. He played at 45, it was cool.
0: feeling that he was not automatically encouraged to be like his father but he did love to play and he became a session player for a little while then he started gigging in greenwich village his favorite place was Sine, and i'm not positive i'm pronouncing that right either During this period he discovers singers like Nina Simone, Billy Holiday, Van Morrison, Judy Garland.
1: The road is bitter, the stars have lost their glitter, the winds grow colder, suddenly you're older, and all because of the man that got away. No, his eager call, the writings on the wall, the dreams you've dreamed have all gone astray.
0: He used to perform like this real eclectic selection of covers that would include Led Zeppelin, Bob Dylan, Edith Piaf, Elton John, The Smiths, Bad Brains, Leonard Cohen, Robert Johnson, and even Susie and the Banshees.
1: I used to love my little friend And at the close of every day I could be found dancing around A merry-go-round that used to play
0: started being managed by his father's old manager and in the middle of 1993 he began working on his first album with Andy Wallace producing. Now Andy Wallace is known to me primarily as having worked on the Slayer albums and Nevermind by Nirvana. Jeff assembled a band, bass player Mick Grondale and drummer Matt Johnson and they spent several weeks rehearsing before they went into the studio. The resulting album Grace in 1994 was his only album put out during his lifetime. It's one of the best albums of all time, in my opinion, and Robert Plant backs me up on that. He loves this album. In fact, I think that I had read how much he loved the album, and that encouraged me to investigate it, along with Clay Farmer, who knew Jeff back in New York City. Jimmy Page said that it was his favorite album of the decade. Bob Dylan loved it. David Bowie said it was a desert island disc. Lou Reed, Bono. Of course, the standout track that everybody knows now is Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. And that's based on John Cale's arrangement from the Leonard Cohen tribute album called I'm Your Fan.
1: Well, maybe there's a God above But all I've ever learned from love Was how to shoot somebody who out to you And it's not a cry that you hear at night It's not somebody who's seen the light, it's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: Jeff's rendition of Hallelujah is easily the best. That's the definitive version. So Jeff and his band did some touring, and there's a live DVD I have of him. I think it's live in Chicago. And that is really where Kelly and I just fell in love with the dude's voice. I mean, he just is such a pure singer. What happens in the DVD concert is that he starts sort of tuning up and warming up and kind of humming and making these noise that's not entirely comfortable and then all of a sudden he just slips into that note
1: Watching over them with his black feather wings of the fur The love you lost with the skin so fair, free with the wind in a butter scotch
0: he was building up to and in a way that's how his music always is
1: but i mean jeff buckley's uh, voice i was playing with jimmy in the mid-90s when we had it working with an egyptian ensemble and we played in a festival in switzerland and jeff buckley was playing and we went to see him and it was mind-altering his voice spectacular
0: singing and so much conviction the accolades and the tour and everything he went on to begin work on his next album which was going to be called my sweetheart the drunk Tom Verlaine from television was supposed to produce the album and for whatever reason it wasn't working so Jeff brought Andy Wallace back in so they worked on some songs and there's quite a bit of work done on them but on May 29th 1997 when he was waiting for the rest of his band to come from New York he drowned The irony wasn't lost on anyone, that a
3: man who lived for his music would be found dead at the foot of Beale Street where he'd performed before. 30-year-old Jeff Buckley disappeared last week after a friend saw him jump into the Mississippi fully clothed. Despite several searches by police, it was a tourist on the American Queen, ready to set sail on a cruise for St. Louis, who finally spotted Buckley's body.
0: He had gone on an evening swim, fully clothed in the Mississippi River. And he was caught in the wake of a passing boat. Jeff was 30 years old when he drowned. But he'll always be known for that voice. It was a particularly distinguished aspect of his music. He had a tenor range that was three and a half to four octaves, I think I read. And so the first posthumous album is called Sketches for My Sweetheart the Drunk. And it's a compilation overseen by his mother and his bandmates and Chris Cornell that was derived from sessions for the album that he was going to put out.
3: He could have literally been doing anything musically that he wanted to do. I would think of it like I would think of Jimi Hendrix. You know,
1: there's no real way to predict it because he could have done anything. She wonders, Don't know what she likes Yeah uh-huh.
0: a huge amount of promise it's not finished but there's a lot of great stuff there that i can just imagine would have been put together perfectly for a follow-up album so here you have two tragedies father and son relatively the same age two different types of voices although jeff was ultimately influenced by his father as well and since his death he's been subject of a number of documentaries There was one called Fallen Light in 1999 on French TV. One called Goodbye and Hello, that's about him and his father. And there's uh, at least another one in the works somewhere. And in March 2008, the version of Hallelujah was performed by a guy on American Idol. And it caused Jeff's version to go to number one on the iTunes chart, selling like 178,000 downloads for one week. I can only imagine what Jeff would be doing now musically if he was still here, but he would be light years ahead of where he was and he was already light-years ahead of the rest of us. Two
1: singer-songwriters, two untimely deaths, a father and son who met just once, but followed each other from life into death. What will you say when you see my face? Time feels like it's flown away. The days just pass and fade away. What will you say when they take my place? funny now I just don't feel like I'm a man No, me? do you even care? What will you say when they take my drag? been produced by Donny Shattuck. Where's that sound guy? Um, can I get any uh, reverb on this? Check, check. No, like, like Jim Morrison, light reverb. <laughs> This is Sinead Beautiful friend <laughs> Jeff, yes Sony